I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have as yet discovered. I'm a superhero, my A real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become a hero? Initiating surprise in three. This, two, is one. The Real Brian Show. Oh my gosh, it's been a while. Is it me or can none of us end the week right without an episode of The Real Brian Show? I mean, I feel like for the past few months, my my weeks have just never ended. I feel like I've just been this like nonstop week. I don't know. Hey, you know what? We shoot the breeze here. We have fun. We nerd out. We unleash our superhero. So let's hit record and see what happens. Oh, and um, let's rock it. Yeah, welcome back. Welcome back. It's The Real Brian Show. I am The Real Brian. We are back. First of all, you know what I say this is, is how are you doing? How in the Sam Hill are you? And thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. You know, we don't get to talk very much because I'm talking to you and you're just not talking to me back, which is really sad. But you know who is going to talk with me today? And I'm pretty excited about this. It's not Captain Influence. He's dead. But today we're talking with Caffeinatrix. Welcome back. Hi. It's been since November, I was thinking. It, it really it actually yeah i do remember it was like cozy time of year the last time yeah. we chatted it was like almost thanksgiving i guess that's true yeah but you know what to be fair we've only done three episodes in 2023 total so there is that right yeah it hasn't been that long then in the <laughs> life of <laughs> the real brian it's been like six episodes or seven episodes in like 10 months though or i don't even know where we are anymore barely even been gone. I know. It's just like yesterday. You know what though? I feel bad because I've been wanting to do more episodes and we haven't. And there are reasons as everybody knows the burnout stuff, which I know mean, you've gone through burnout too. So you understand, oh, yeah. you know? And so I, I understand. I get to a point where I go, should we get back to a regular weekly schedule? And the answer is ideally. Yeah. I mean, we're going to try to do that. We're working to get back towards that. But, you know, it kind of partially depends on who's going to join me each week because Captain Influence, like I said, he's dead. Um, no, I'm kidding. He he is, you know, <laughs> mostly retired. He's fine. He's totally alive. He, oh, he got to have, uh, you know, and this is like his health issues. He's not of the age, but he had to have a second colonoscopy. Do you remember the episode? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do you, do you, that sounds Did you ever horrible. listen to the episode? This was an old one, so I'm not sure if you ever went back and listened to this, but he had a colonoscopy like when he was pretty young and he had to do it for some reason or whatever. And so he was talking about how amazing the experience was and he had such a great time with it. And he just oh my loved gosh, it. I feel like I do remember this. <laughs> like, this. I was like, what? He's so messed up. Right. Well, he got to have a second one this, this week. And so, yeah, uh, I don't he think the experience it? was quite as good. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's like, you know, first time is like the best time. I I, I don't know. But it, he said it was all right. You I know, I would be and, so nervous. I've I'm, never had one. Yeah. And when I have to have one eventually, no, I haven't either. But when I have to, like, I'm freaking scared. I don't want to do it. And I've heard yeah, like I'm it's scared. the prep. That's the worst. It's that that drink that tastes like snot Anxiety. or something else or. Ew. Yeah. And then you're just like on the toilet all night long. Like, no, thanks. I don't know. But yeah, that doesn't sound fun to me. But yeah. Cheers to, to Captain, you, Captain Influence. Influence. Yep. <laughs> hope hope you enjoyed your colonoscopy. But anyway, he's going to be back, you know, on a, you know, occasionally once in a while, he's not going to be back regularly. So I appreciate you joining me. And it again, it's going to depend, like, are we going to have people to join me to have that fun Friday 
nerd out, you know, shoot the breeze feel, or should I be doing some solo episodes as well, which, you know, we're going to bring down the lights on those. I'm going to be a little calmer, a little more serious. Do you want that? Is that good? But it's literally uh, Chris Traeger, Parks and Rec, literally a logistics issue. So <laughs> I want to do all this stuff and have fun, but it just all comes down to this. What, what do you think, Kevin Atrix? What do you, do, you, do you think I should do some solo episodes here and there, you know, throw, throw down the gauntlet or, well, maybe that's not a good idea. Get real, <laughs> throw my thing, put my thing down. I don't know. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I do. I feel like it's been a hot minute minus the last couple of episodes or one episode um, since we've gotten a solo, some solo Brian time. And mm. I, for one, love the co-host. I love Captain Influence. I love myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> since we're talking in the spirit I love of co-host. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I love good. hearing myself talk. So you really, I think it would be great. I think you know this about me. Not so to interrupt you, but you, I have to know, do you actually no, love hearing yourself talk? I didn't used to. Okay. <laughs> most people don't. So that's not, why that I was curious. I, not that I love it, but I do look forward to listening to these episodes after I'm on it. Okay. Cause I'm just curious to see like what I said. Yeah. And I'll send voice messages to people a lot. Like I send them to you, but I will, if I have the time more often than not, I'll send them and then I'll listen to them back. Mm, yeah. Just okay. to make sure it all makes sense and I didn't miss something or like <laughs> Did in I case I need to right? follow it up with like a clarifying message. Yeah. And then I'll listen to that one too. So when I told you that I hated you, let me just clarify this. <laughs> it's yeah. not exactly yeah, that came what I'm totally wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, you know, it's uh, that's funny um, because I'm I'm kind of in the same boat that it is kind of, I don't do this anymore with the real Brian show just because we have so many episodes. But back in the day when I was getting started with this whole thing, it was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go back and listen to myself. I was so excited and most people cannot stand it. So that's why I had to, you know, laugh about yeah, that. I don't know what changed. Confidence. I, just, I don't know. <laughs> I just enjoy like listening to myself and then I'll be like, Oh, that was a good vocab word that I used right there. Or like maybe the next time I gotta I gotta be more eloquently spoken sometimes. I'm getting yeah. a little lazy with my verbiage. That's true. And we all have our crutch phrases and colloquialisms and all of that stuff. So I understand. Okay, so back to what you were saying. I'm sorry. So the the solo, you know, uh like I said, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no. We love it. This is this is going with the flow. That's right. I think it would be great. I definitely think that we could all learn from each other. So if you have the time and the interest to sit down and record some solo episodes about whatever you want to talk about, mm. I think that we would all benefit from something like that. Like I definitely, I've been through burnout, for example, and I learned a lot from that episode personally. So mm. some things like that would be a nice change of pace. So it'd be like TRB's perspectives, whether they're right or wrong, Ooh. it's still, it's a perspective. Yeah, and like it doesn't it. always have to be serious, you know. Hey, it could be fun. Shake it up sometimes. Yeah, here's my perspective on this movie or this whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Ooh, you know yeah. what? I got to try more drinks and foods and stuff like that because I always love talking about that good stuff. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, really quickly, I had to say this because we got a chance to go to California to visit my other cousins. It's uh, siblings to the other cousins. For those of you who know who my cousins are, if you are, but you don't know who they are, but you know about them. So this particular cousin is a uh, classical pianist. She's done a whole lot of stuff. But anyway, she had the opportunity to help this guy who actually does restoration on pianos. And he's a, he's a full-on technician, not just a tuner. 
She got to learn about this and help restore this Steinway D. For those of you who don't know what that is, it's the nine foot concert grand, which is the big one, the the really expensive one. So she's like, hey, you got to come play this thing. And I'm thinking, okay, fine, let's go do this. So I get in there. Wow. I was explaining it like this. First of all, it's probably the most beautiful piano I've played on, which is amazing. The bass notes, like when you hit like the full octave on the bass, it's just like your insides are kind of shaking and rumbling from the power that this thing emits, you know? And then the upper register, some of those notes, it was like, the only way I can describe it is like, it's like this crystal waterfall. It was just perfect. I've been trying to compose a new song for so long and I haven't been able to do it no matter what I do. I sit down on that piano and all of a sudden this whole new theme comes out totally randomly. And I'm like, oh, I'm composing something again. This is amazing. For those of you who have been curious about what's going on with the music, I finally have some excellent tutorials on the program that I need to use in order to record the music. So I'm getting very close now to understanding it well. Now that I've got a new song that I'm working on compositionally, I'm saying compositionally because it doesn't have lyrics. Like if you write a song, it's got lyrics and music, but if you compose then it's just the music. So anyway, so there you go. I just wanted to give you an update. Here's a question, Catherine Atrix. I think you're going to, I think you're going to like this one. You and I have both been in the service industry in one fashion or another. Mm-hmm. I've done some various things and, and I know obviously you were a barista, um, maybe among other things that I don't That's know how about. we met. Yeah, exactly. There is this thing going around right now. There's a lot of people who are getting frustrated with the abundance of tipping requests. Like not that long ago, you tip because someone serves you like a, a server at a restaurant or, or somebody goes above and beyond and you're like, dude, you've totally got, I, I'm going to totally give you a tip because you got above and beyond. Now it's like, I go into a place, I drive there, I go to the counter myself, I ask for something, I, they say, okay, sure, we'll get it for you. And then they flip the iPad towards you asking for a tip. And I'm like, for what? Like, that's my thought, right? I'm thinking, what am I tipping for? Have they done anything or, you know, have like, they didn't come to me, they didn't serve me and they didn't go above and beyond. So this is becoming an issue right now that people are getting really upset with because there's so much going on with it and it's getting to be pretty um, excessive, I guess is the word. So I was curious because I've been in service. You've been in service. What do you think right now? Mm-hmm. Are you experiencing this or or I don't know if it's where you're at, but it's definitely huge in Colorado right now. Interesting. Personally, I I always tip because I've worked in the service industry and it it kind of sucks sometimes when people don't tip, especially if you're working alone. Like, I was working at the coffee shop for a long time. I was a closer alone and there would be like all these afternoon rushes when you're trying to close the coffee shop. And then half the time it wouldn't be busy at all. So you would go home with way less tips while having so many more responsibilities. In that case, you know, it, it definitely makes sense. But at the same time, Tipping definitely makes more sense if you are receiving a service like in the coffee shop, for example. We would never expect a tip for someone who just came in and bought a bag of beans or just got like a cold brew or a drip coffee, like unless it was like a pour over or something that actually requires some level of skill. If you're just pouring something in a cup, like it's not. (laughs) Or pushing a button. It's not really. Yeah, exactly. It's not really that crazy. So things like that, like we're totally understood if people didn't want to tip, there wasn't really an expectation for things like that. That's good. Um, 
thing definitely matters more when you're working for less than minimum wage, because that's kind of how it's designed, right? It's been a while. I don't remember how like below minimum we were or I was when I worked at the coffee shop, Mm -hmm. but I've heard of a lot of servers who make like $2 an hour. Yeah, it's two to three. They live off of their their tips. So in that case, it makes a lot of sense. However, there's also the argument of like, okay, if I'm at a restaurant, my server like paid absolutely no attention to me. Like it was the worst service experience I've ever had, but then there's still the expectation of tipping. Yeah. That one is more of like, a blurred line to me. Yeah. I still want to tip. I know that's how they make their living, but I probably yeah. just won't tip as much. I feel yeah. morally like wrong or guilty if I don't tip at all, even if the service was terrible. Yeah. No, it's a really good point. And I, I, I feel the same way to be honest, but I've also heard the argument too, that if you're choosing to work for an establishment that pays you $3 an hour and you live on tips, that's your choice. You're going to play you know, the game where some days it's going to be great and others it won't. And it also depends on, you know, like you said, your service too. Cause you know, going back to the coffee shop thing. So Starbucks used to be manual. People used to actually, you know, have to put some art into the, the espressos and the drinks and stuff. And now it's all automated. It's just buttons and stuff. I go into a Starbucks and I would say probably eight out of 10 times. They're just like, hi, what can I get you? And I order my drink. <laughs> I'm like, how are you? Fine. They don't ask me how I'm doing, yeah. you know, and then, and they want a tip. And I'm like, you're not going to get a tip for that. No offense, but like you're doing below the bare minimum. So like you don't deserve a reward. And this is me growing up too, thinking if I go above and beyond, then, you know, ideally I would be rewarded for that. And maybe I won't. And you know what? It is what it is. I should still go above and beyond anyway, because that's just the way, you know, that that's just a good work ethic. You don't always get rewarded. Sometimes you do. It's just the way it goes. There were times though, when I was in the service industry, now, granted, I I charged, I was entrepreneurial in that sense. And so I charged a certain amount, but tipping was appreciated in my industry. And so if you just went above and beyond like crazy, you might get an extra tip. I mean, but it was less than 10% of the time, you know, just because. Mm-hmm. So what did I do? Well, then I said, okay, well, I'm just going to go above and beyond. And then people would be happy and then people would refer me. And so I just said, oh, I'm just going to raise my prices. And that's what I can do if, you know, as a, as an entrepreneur, but you know, we, so like if you go to a restaurant, you sit down, you're served, somebody goes way above and beyond. They do just an amazing job. They're super friendly, super caring. Of course. Yeah. You know, give them a lot extra money, go tip high. I mean, sometimes it's kind of cool to tip like <laughs> way, high. You know, they're like, Whoa, Oh my gosh. That's just really cool sometimes. Yeah. But I yeah, think the, sure. the issue is like, if you go in and do takeout, like you drive to the place, you walk in, you pick up your bag and you pay for it and you walk out and they want to tip. It's like, what am I tipping for though? At that point, like they're doing I mean, exactly their job, making the food, but, but that's their job. That's the, what they're getting paid to do. So why should I pay yeah. more for what they're already getting paid to do? If that makes sense. Do you see my point? Like, yeah. and this is not just no, my point. This is a lot of people asking this question, but I'm, I'm more asking the when I go to pick up something and somebody wants a tip and I'm like, wait, I drove over here using my own gas money. You didn't deliver it to me. Like no one's serving me. I'm just literally picking it up. Like, should I tip or not? And it is kind of hard because I feel guilty now. So then I found myself just like tipping for everything. And then I'm like, wait, why am I tipping for everything? Yeah. I recently saw something because, (laughs) and people are going to hate on me for saying this, but (laughs) I get all my news from daily mail. Oh, I'm not. Okay. I didn't know if you knew that. 
I haven't actually looked into um, that either. I don't know what it is, but go ahead. I don't know. Just, why does everybody hate that? Well, everyone's like, why don't you look at BBC or something like that oh, actually gotcha, matters? Gotcha. And I'm like, you know what? Daily Mail, it gives me my daily dose of like celebrity gossip, like pop culture news and like random other news. Yeah. But I recently saw something where maybe it was Dom- Domino's or it was some like pizza delivery service got upset at someone for only tipping $5. Oh, I saw that video. For a $20 pizza. Yeah. Because he was like, you have this huge house and you can't tip more than $5. Yeah, that's what he said to her. And they were like, $5 for, is 25% tip not enough? Like that is a lot. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. It was a ring, one of the ring doorbells. It was yes, a video from the it ring. Was. Yeah, the guy's like, this is a yeah. nice house for a $5 tip and then walks off. Yeah, something <laughs> like, like that. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's a 25% tip. What are you whining about? Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah. So saw that on daily mail. I have, I have that to think, but it, yeah. it is just interesting. Cause a lot of, a lot of other countries, that's not a thing. Like when we, we went to Iceland when I was in high school, first night that we were there, we went out to dinner and my dad tipped a lot. All of these people like that worked in the restaurant kept coming up to him and like shaking his hand and like <laughs> all of this stuff, because we didn't know that, that you weren't supposed like you didn't tip there. Like it's not a thing. Yeah. So oh. he's like a superstar now. <laughs> yes. Funny. Yes. Yeah. Everyone was coming up and shaking his hand and it was very funny, but I love it's rewarding. an interesting debate. Yeah, it is. And I love rewarding people for a job well done or, you know, going above and beyond and stuff like that. I really do. I think it's amazing. And in some cases you're not allowed to, I mean, if I'm given a survey and somebody has done a good job, I'm going to praise that person and I'm going to try to point out who it was so that they can, I mean, you hope they get a raise. You hope that they get rewarded somehow, but I always do that if I can, because I don't think people get appreciated enough. So I do believe in, in the tipping aspect. I really do. I just think we've gotten a little, we've gone away from let's tip because this person did a great job and they deserve to be rewarded sort of thing versus everybody gets a tip. It's like, no, that that's just not the way it should be. I think I went to a clothes store recently and like you had the, for <laughs> the option to tip the the retail associate, and I'm like, what? It's now a thing <laughs> it's just so- at hair salons as well. Yeah, like I'll I just went and got my haircut, and it's been that way for a while though. Not it was not a very cheap haircut. I yeah. get one haircut a year, so I like to treat myself to something oh, nice. kind of bougie. Yeah, it's just like a nicer haircut. I never have it dyed or anything, but it was. Not a very cheap haircut. No. And then at the end, they ask for a tip. And then they're just staring at you. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I guess I'll tip. Like, I don't want to be like canceled right now. <laughs> yeah. One of the people that I was at recently, and again, this is the post-COVID world, right? When I first saw her, she was brand new. She was one of the, whatever they call them, fresh talents or, you know, something like that, that they 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 have certain terms or something. And I like doing that because one, the haircut's cheaper and two, I'm fine with that. Like it doesn't bother me. You know, the haircut takes longer. They have to get approval and all that. And she did a really good job. Not even four months later, she jacked her prices up. Like, I don't know what the percentage was, but it was, I think I was paying like 20 something and she went all the way up to like 60 something. And she had been cutting hair for 10 months. And I thought, you're brand new at the, what? Six, that's insane for a men's cut, by the way. I mean, like 30 is insane for a men's cut, but I have tough hair. So I've got a lot of hair, so I'd have to be careful. Well, yeah. And guys need haircuts way more often than girls too. That's part of the reason I only get one haircut a year. I probably should get more than that. Yeah. 
but it's expensive. It is. And it's when expensive you're because even if yeah. you go for a trim, they charge you the same amount as if you yeah. cut a bunch off. Yep. You've been doing this for 10 months. No offense at all. Like where is the putting in the dues time? Like how do you, how do you justify raising your price from like 20 something or 30 to 60 something at 10 months in your career? For example, you know, that whatever that percentage increase is, that just seems insane to me. That's like saying, hey, I've been, uh, you know, editing podcasts for 10 months. I'm going to go from, you know, $30 an episode to, to $500 an episode. 10 months. You're delusional. <laughs> Exponential. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's like, you know, you kind of work your way into it. And if you really are good, and I mean really good, and you're in demand and stuff, then yeah, by all means, and, you know, go for the, I don't know. It's just an interesting conversation because, yeah, I, I think it was that video that might have sparked that that conversation for me too. I was just like, man, what is up with this? Like we, we have got to take a little bit of a step back and just kind of say, okay, hold on, let me do a really good job. And if I do a really good job, then I deserve a tip. And if I don't do a good job, then I don't deserve a tip and it's my own fault. And I should be okay with that because I chose not to do a good job. Yeah. But then you have to look at yourself and say, oh, I didn't do a very good job. I deserve that. Do people actually do that though? Or do people care? I, I, I know you do, but Oh. Do you think, do you think a <laughs> lot of people actually care? Like no. if they, if they're doing the bare minimums, do you think they actually care if they're doing a good or bad job? I don't think so. I think it really just depends on who the person is and what the job is and That's where true. their passions lie. But I, I don't think that enough people care enough about what they're doing. That's why mm. so many people like quit their jobs all the time. Yeah. Cause they're seeking that like, perfect job um, which doesn't exist which is a whole other debate a whole other topic of conversation everything is getting more expensive that's so i think easy to say okay everything's getting more expensive so i should be getting more tips you know yeah i know there's that's like a whole nother discussion too as far as like the economics because like people are are demanding raising the minimum wage but it's like yeah, but every every business owner knows that if you raise the minimum wage at a federal level and it like forces the business to pay the new minimum wage, then they're just going to raise their prices. So it's like all you're doing is just bringing everything up. So, okay, cool. I'm making, I don't know what the minimum wage is, but let's say I'm making 13 an hour minimum wage. Okay, they're going to raise it to 16. Great. I'm going to make more money, but you're not because all the prices are going to go up to account for that $3 an hour raise, in which case you're just, you're, you're in the same spot you were last time. But that's like a whole economic yeah. conversation. That's just fascinating that um, a lot of people don't, they don't understand that. They don't get it. It's such a weird world right now because the whole post COVID world, everyone's like, Oh, and I've been looking around, I've been doing a lot of observing and I'm observe, observing. We're going to go with observing because I like to make up words <laughs> observing. And I'm like, we really are worse off as a culture and society. Which makes the need for positivity. Post-COVID. Yeah, post-COVID. We, we really have to step up, choose the right attitude and start moving forward in the right direction. We got to help each other. We got to get each other's backs. We got we to look up from ourselves and start mm-hmm. looking at others. Because right now, I can't tell you how much selfishness I've seen in the last, well, this year, this calendar year. It's the worst I've ever seen in my entire life. It's just all over the place. And I'm like, we got we to gotta look up from ourselves and start looking around a little bit and you know, being a blessing to others. This is the thing. Like I was starting to feel like, can I keep doing this show because of how burnt out I was? And then I experience all of that, what I just said. And I go, I have to keep doing this show 
I have to do this for other people. Even if I don't have the energy or the time or whatever right now, I have to do this because otherwise I'm being selfish. There's self-care too, but that's a totally different story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know that you and I have talked about this a bit yeah. offline, yeah. off air, off I should air. say. But yeah, I definitely feel like at least in my experience, like I became a lot more comfortable being alone during COVID because you were forced to be like by yourself all the time in isolation and quarantine. So I got very comfortable being by myself to the point where it's like my guilty pleasure. Like I just love like my introverted time when I can be at home under a blanket (laughs) watching like TV. I don't know. I just... Like there was a time in my life where like in high school, for example, when social aspects were a huge part of my life where I would like internally have a crisis if there wasn't some plan to go out with people on a Friday night. Yeah. Now, if I have no plans on a Friday night, I'm like, this is awesome. I can't wait. (laughs) Like, which is such a big change for me. But not only that, I just think in general, social media, technology combined with COVID and all these other things, it's just made people a lot less social. Yeah. In my experience, like I've been watching a lot of Seinfeld. No, nice. <laughs> it's on Netflix. It's like my show to fall asleep to. Yeah. And I just observe all of like the relationships. And of course it's on a show, right? It's, yeah, but that it happens. It takes place in a completely different time period almost. Like yeah. cell phones weren't really a thing. Like smartphones definitely weren't a thing. Yeah. And people would just like go and make friends with each other on the street. I know. And if I go and walk down the street these days, it just seems like people don't even want to make eye contact because they're afraid that it might start a conversation. So, you know, it's, it's a crazy world we live in. It's funny that you brought up Seinfeld because I was thinking the same thing as I've been watching through it too. And just going, man, like they literally just they're out with everybody and they're, they're meeting people and they're making friends and you're right. Like they had so social. Yeah. They had to receive a call at home. They couldn't, you know, if they weren't home, they didn't get a call, you know? So you just go out and do stuff all the time. The iPhone came out in 2000, I think it was seven. So if you think about it, six or seven. Yeah. Yeah. That's been what? 16 years ago. So, I mean, it's a long time, but it's not a long time, but you think about that. People didn't really adopt the iPhone until probably closer to 2010 for the most part, you know, people were kind of like, I don't know if I need that whole thing. It's cool, but it's too much. I mean, I remember that. I remember when people were talking to each other and doing stuff all the time. And it's just, you know, you'd be driving down the street, you'd park right next to each other. I've mentioned this on the show before you look at each other, you smile, you know, and now it's like everybody parks at a, at a, like you're, you're just off enough that you can't see the other driver. And if you pull up next to them, they keep pulling up further and they get really awkward. It's just like, (laughs) what the heck happened to us? And even for me, COVID helped me to be a little more introverted. But for me, that was a good thing because I was like, I have to be with people. So I was able to be comfortable more alone, even though I still love people. So that was fine. But the reality is, is that, yeah, we, we have not, um, we've not like reemerged. We, we've all, we all say that we're reemerging, but we really haven't. If, if you think about it, even socially, it's like people are just too busy with their own stuff and trying to get together with people is like pulling teeth. Yeah, I have more contact with like you and Captain Influence and a couple of other friends and none of you all live here. None of you guys do. (laughs) So most of my people are like outside of not only the city, but the state even some of the country, you know, and it's just like, man, I wish I could get together with you all here. (laughs) We would just have so much fun. But it's been an interesting year observing because I've chosen to be less busy so that I could recover. 
I've just noticed more than I have in the past few years because I've just been like, go, go, go. So when you start noticing things, you're just like, wow. And not to mention like the drivers, people are not paying attention. That's just another random thing. (laughs) Like everybody's just looking at their phones and driving all over the roads and stuff. And so I'm like, okay, let's again, look up. We need to look up, look up from yourself, look up from your phone, look around. Hey, look, there's a person right there. Maybe I should say hi or smile. That's it. Just smile. That's it. People are smiling Mm -hmm. more on the bike paths this year than I've seen in a while. Actually, because like in, I think it was 2017, I did a test because we were talking about it on the show and everybody's smiling, waving and saying hi. And then I think it was 2019. Everyone was like, you know, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. And especially during COVID, you know, everybody's like, you've got a disease. You're 20 feet away from me outside Mm -hmm. and you're going to kill me. You know, it was funny. But yeah, people are starting to smile more now. Not at the time. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you can't get it. But yeah, now they're, they're being real, real cheery again and not everybody, but I'm noticing more of it and, and people are smiling and they're letting you go now and are like, Oh yeah, no problem. I'll wait. So I'm starting to see some more superhero moments on the bike paths, which has been so nice. So refreshing. But also I think people are kind of happy to be outside. Out of the places that I've lived thus far, Colorado is home to some of the nicest people um, who will smile at you on the side of the street or like strike up a conversation, things like that. In some other places that I've lived, it's it's not quite the same culture. That does happen. It's like, oh my gosh, people are actually like friendly. Yeah, this is cool. <laughs> you know? But you went to Chicago. Yes, I did. You had a little trip. I, I mean, did. yeah. So talk about this. You did some crazy stuff. You got caught in the rain. I mean, it's the, the Pina Colada song or whatever. Quite literally, I got caught in the rain. So yeah, I went to Chicago. I live in Cincinnati now. Right. Chicago is only about a five hour drive away. Oh, that's fun. And I, yeah. So I just drove there. Um, and I've got some friends from college who live in the city and some family friends. And I was going to meet up with a friend who was, doesn't live in Chicago. That was coincidentally going to be there. So I was like, I'm just going to make the rounds and, and catch up with a bunch of people while I'm here. I drove up, I hung out with one of my friends who lives in the suburbs, which was absolutely amazing. I loved Reconnecting with college friends. It's been a year since I've graduated college, which is crazy. Time flies. Yeah. I know. So I haven't seen him in a year. So that was, that was super fun. And then the next day, (laughs) the next day I headed into the city, I wake up, we go and get coffee. It's kind of a rainy day. I'm meeting with a family friend. My dad is from Illinois. And so his like best friend lives in Chicago still. I was going to go meet up with him for a coffee. So I'm, I'm heading into the city, which is my fault. So I never made it to the coffee and I'm going to oh, tell no. you why. That's not good. <laughs> First off, I grossly misunderestimated. I'm <laughs> misunderestimated. <laughs> That's like, uh, I'll be there I'm as like, soon as ASAP possible or something or ASAP yes. is possible or something. <laughs> That is awesome. I grossly mis- misunderestimated. Oh my God, you said it again. This is great. Misunderestimated. I'm totally using that from here on out. That is a beautiful okay, word. Thank you. Yes. That was, that was totally intentional. <laughs> I love making words up. It's oh. amazing. So I underestimated the amount of time it would take me to get into the city because it was only supposed to be like a 30 minute drive. Oh, but Chicago traffic. Going, I know. Yeah. Um, so I was like, it's fine. My Google says I'll just be like 20 minutes late, which is all that's a quite a long time to be late rushing. I was like, Oh my gosh, I got to get there. I got to get there. Of course I hit like standstill traffic. Basically my Google maps says that there is a car accident. 
I'm in traffic for forever. We ended up just canceling our coffee date because I wouldn't have made it there, like in hindsight. So I'm in traffic, blah, blah, blah. I'm sitting there. It's been like an hour and a half. Oh my gosh. I finally get up to the area where this accident is and three lanes of full traffic are merging together into one into the exit lane. Oh, geez. Because they've closed the entire highway. So I'm like, dang, this must have been a really bad accident. Because the whole time, too, my Google Maps is like ETA is increasing, but the duration of the drive is staying the exact same. Yeah. So I'm like, am I ever going to get there? Like I'm making progress, but I'm like, not. Oh I'm not making progress at the same time. So I, I exit, I'm on the overpass and I'm like, I'm just going to like look down to see this accident. Right. And there's no accident. It's what? completely flooded. Like there's oh like a gosh. river coming down the highway. Okay. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Colorado would just go around. through it. Yeah, so I <laughs> I route around this this lake in the middle of the highway. Yeah. Because I guess the highway is not like flat. So there's like some dips or something. Sure. So all of this water collected. And of course it's gonna get they, somebody high centered and yeah, it's it's what it is. Yeah. 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 So they close the highway, I go around and I get back on the highway and it's dry. There's a ton of other little slowdowns where the water has also accumulated, but I guess it's not bad enough that they closed the highway in that spot too. So people are just driving through standing water, including me. Hydroplaning. I'm like, I got places to be. Like, I got to get into the city. 80 miles an hour. So yeah, exactly. And at one point, I kid you not, a bumper was floating past (laughs) (laughs) as I was driving the other way. That's awesome. Of course, thinking that this was only a 30 minute drive, I did not go to the bathroom before I left. I'm sitting in this traffic and I'm like, I am going to pee my pants. Like, I really have to pee. <laughs> Hopefully Just go, this isn't man. TMI for Just go, listeners. man. Feel free to skip ahead. So it's so I'm warm. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to have to like get out and pee on the side of the highway right now because I'm stuck in traffic. I like, I don't want to wade into this water. <laughs> yeah. Do what I got to do. Yeah. Who knows how much longer it's going to take me to get into the city? Because I was meeting my friend at Union Station. He took a train in. I was supposed to meet up with him at like noon. I was supposed to get into the city at 1030. Of course, the time is way delayed. So I'm like, I don't know how long this will take. So I get off the highway and I'm I'm going to a Wendy's because I'm like the Wendy's off the highway. Got to have a bathroom locked, closed. I'm <sighs> like, OK, no worries. At a Wendy's? I'm going to go down the street. I'm routing to a McDonald's. OK. On the way there, there's a Walgreens. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to stop at the Walgreens. With my luck, the Walgreens bathroom is closed for cleaning. Oh my I'm gosh. Like, okay, cool. Please get I'm out of the way. To- <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'll get back in my car. I'm hustling. I'm going over to the McDonald's. I go to the McDonald's. There's a huge line for the bathroom. I'm oh like, my okay, gosh. don't have time for this. There's a shell across the street. I'm running. I'm running in the pouring rain. To the to the shell. Yeah, there's not even a bathroom in the shell. What? No bathroom. Every gas station has a the, bathroom. No, I'm like, where do the like the clerks employees go don't to the bathroom? Go. They just hold it for ten hours. Yes, they don't. Yeah, yeah, they go out back. Don't drink anything, man. So, You're gonna regret it. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I leave the shell. I go to a BP. The BP also doesn't have a bathroom. What? Oh my gosh. 
I run back to my car. I go to a Popeye's. The Popeye's bathroom is locked and closed to the public. I find a grocery store. I go to the grocery store. There's not a bathroom in the grocery store. I went to a subway. No bathroom in the subway. So oh my I'm gosh. Like a sprit. Like I've never been in this situation. Like I'm about to pee my pants. I'm about to start crying in the like parking lot. Because <laughs> I'm so desperate. Yeah. So then I I just am like, okay, I have to get back to this McDonald's. So I go to the McDonald's, the bathroom is locked. I am like, <laughs> oh my God. They just they had a <laughs> line there do? and then they locked it. Yes, the line is gone and it's locked. Is this now. like a certain thing where like they have gang problems there and so they got to lock the bathroom so they don't have people in there like shooting each other or doing needles or something? Is there like, were you in a bad know. neighborhood? It must be. I, I didn't think so. I mean, I wasn't too far away from the city, but I could not find one open bathroom. So I go up to the woman that's working at the counter and I'm like, can I please use your bathroom? <laughs> like, please. Yeah. And I think she could sense how desperate I was and she unlocked it oh, for wow. me. So what a superhero at that <sighs> McDonald's. Man. I was able, that was great. So I, I leave there, I get back in my car. I'm headed back into the city. By now you're soaked. I finally, yes, I'm wet, of course. I'm running around trying to find a bathroom. Mm-hmm. So and I was like, you know what? By the time it took me to find an open bathroom, I probably could have just made it to Union Station. Yeah. I finally make it to Union Station. I pick up my friend. Meanwhile, there's all of these flash flood like alerts going to my phone. I park my car on a high level of a parking garage just in case. Good idea. Yeah. Yeah. We walk to our hotel, drop our bags and we're like, okay, let's go grab some lunch. Of course. So I, I brought my raincoat. Thank goodness. But I find out that my raincoat has lost its waterproof coat and that's all I have. (laughs) And so I'm like, all right, we're doing this. So we were like, we're not going to let a little rain kill our vibe. No, can't. We're in Chicago. We are, we get our lunch and then we're like, okay, let's hit the bean. Like, let's go down to the river. We are just drenched. The city is also completely flooded. So the river walk, the sidewalks are all completely flooded with like two feet of water. Oh my gosh. Down by the river. Sounds like fun. Like the subways are flooded. Like people are trying to go down there, but they're all closed. And like, it was crazy. (laughs) It was crazy. And I was like walking around. I was wearing Lululemon joggers. And thank goodness I changed because I was wearing jeans and that would have been way worse. And Lululemon's at least dry. They dry quickly. So you're good. Faster than jeans. Walking around. Yeah. Faster than jeans. I'm looking at my pants. They slowly turn from being like a a burgundy to like a deep maroon. It looks like I'm wearing leather pants because they're (laughs) so wet. That's awesome. They're so wet. And I'm like telling my friend, I'm like, this is the most wet I've ever been with clothes on. Like if you took a look at me, you would have thought I went and jumped into the river and got out and started walking around. Might as well have swam the whole way. I know. I was so soaking wet. And then we're like, okay, we got to just do something to get out of the rain. We go to the museum. We walk in the museum and I am dripping water everywhere. I'm like sloshing around the lobby. I felt like a snail. I was leaving like a trail behind me. Oh yeah. And I go up to the counter and I buy my ticket and there's water all over the counter. And like my ticket is immediately wet when I like grab it from the person. (laughs) 
I just felt like I was significantly more wet than anyone else in that museum. And it's a museum. Like yeah. it's a nice establishment. I was kind of embarrassed. Everybody has their umbrellas. And like I go to the bathroom. Goodness, it was open and easy to find this time <laughs> with my luck. And so I go to the bathroom and again, maybe a TMI moment. I go into the stall and I take my pants off. And I am wringing them out <laughs> into the toilet. That's so cool. Because I'm like, I just need to get rid of some of this water. Yeah. So then, That's a lot of water. A lot. It yeah, was if you're like wringing your pants out like boring. that, like holy cow. It was pouring out of my, out of my joggers yeah. into the toilet. I'm like getting paper towels to like dry my jacket off because it's soaking wet. And then we go about our business in the museum. Of course, I put my pants back on before I left the stall. Everyone, <laughs> just to I knew. Ma- yeah, you walk just out. To clarify. All right, I'm feeling good now. <laughs> People are like ready, um, ready to see some art. We did say no shirt, no shoes, no service, but yeah. <laughs> no pants. <laughs> There's nothing on the sign about pants. So you would have been in, you would have been in the clear, but Hey, I'm glad you put yeah, them back on. Yeah. But I had them back on, but of course the museum was like 50 degrees. Like the museums are always so freezing cold. They yeah, have the AC blasting. And so I'm like shivering in yeah. like wet clothes. Then we got kicked out of the museum because it closed. So, oh. so they pushed everyone out of there. Yeah. So then we walk out and NASCAR is in Chicago. Oh yeah. It's right next to the museum. So we yep. like saw a little bit of the NASCAR and then we went back to the hotel and then we went out to like a tiki bar later in the night. It was super fun. And by that point the rain was done. Next day was beautiful, sunny day. I came back with my friend Cincinnati. And so I showed him around Cincinnati and we did some fun That's things. Awesome. And then Fourth of July happened, which was also crazy. Yeah. I went to what I thought was going to be a very small (laughs) get together in the (laughs) suburbs. Yeah. And there was like a hundred thousand people there. Oh my gosh. Like it was absolutely insane. My phone had data was LTE and it didn't work because there were so many people there on data at the same time. Parking lot, there were people like off-roading in Toyota Camrys, parking on the grass, like skipping curbs, like That's what you gotta like, do, you literally know? ripping their bumpers off so they could park to go to that the That was the like, one that was floating down the river. Show. Yeah. That yeah, must have been. Or the, the it made highway. all the way to Cincinnati. Yeah. <laughs> the fireworks show was phenomenal. Nice. It was amazing. It was so close. It was such a good show. Booking it back to the car, we're like, okay, we gotta beat the traffic. Yeah, right. And we didn't beat the traffic. <laughs> nope. We were sitting in the parking lot, standstill traffic for two hours. And we were like, how is this not moving? We got out of the car. We just started going and talking to people. Oh, there you go. Which was actually so fun. You did it. Coming full circle. I was like actually kind of excited to be trapped in that parking lot. Yeah. Because people couldn't use their data. There were so many people there and the data wasn't working. So people started talking to each other and like they were all That's getting good. out of their cars. All the dads were like, had to see what was going on. Yeah. You know, what you doing? And there were no traffic cops. So me and my friend went off to like <laughs> go and find the police because we were like, we need some. Do they realize that there's a major traffic issue happening in this parking lot? Like it was absolutely crazy. I wish I had like a photo, an aerial photo of the situation because it oh, was. Yeah chaotic yeah and so we found the the police and they were just like chit-chatting <laughs> and some of them were giving this guy like a dui test 
And we were like, do you guys realize what's happening in this parking lot? (laughs) It was crazy. That's 4th of July for you anywhere though. I mean, every time this, another reason, like we don't go to the main fireworks celebrations anymore because of that. It's, it's exactly the leaving is the worst part. We used to do a big thing in Estes park up, you know, cause it's like Rocky yeah. mountain national park. They put on this amazing, amazing fireworks show every year. Same kind of thing. If you want to go a mile, it's a two and a half hour wait after the fireworks. And if you wanted to drive back like down the mountain into wherever you live in the front range, which normally would take you an hour, it's four to five hours. So it's the same kind of thing. It's just like, it's nuts because it's the same kind of thing. It's like 150,000 people descend in on these different celebrations all over the place. You know what I love is when cities will do these community fireworks things on July 3rd, which I've seen before. It's just as big as far as the fireworks display. It's, it's amazing. They'll usually put on sometimes a better display but not everybody knows about it. It's a smaller gathering and you get to go and you get to be right in front. That's what I thought I was going yeah, to. Yeah. And, and those are so much fun. But yeah, the, the 150,000 ones are just like, oh my gosh, what are we in for tonight? Right. And then apparently Pat Benatar was supposed to perform in that, oh, that been small cool. get yeah. together. But she somebody finally hit her with their best shot and she wasn't able to go. <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. It was Collective Soul was her villain. Oh, man. Collective Soul at a small community gathering. They're, I mean, they're kind of yes. like old school, big time now, but um, you know, they were a good band in the day. I don't know if they're any good anymore. Yeah, they were pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I did not go anywhere near the stage because there was a sea of people down there. Yeah. They sounded good from a distance. That's cool. That's awesome. Well, <laughs> I'm glad you had some pretty insane stories to share because, you know, you never know. It's like, oh, there's all kinds of fun, crazy Man, I could share stories for, I've got all kinds of stories to share, but I'm going to save them for another day. But solo episodes. Thanks for being on today. Thanks for hanging out. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Appreciate Super it. fun time always. Yeah. Hopefully my bathroom troubles. Oh my gosh. That sounded way worse than it was, <laughs> but my troubles finding a bathroom wasn't too much information for everyone. <laughs> bathroom troubles. That's the title of the episode. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Oh my gosh. You know what the music means. Hey, I've got music to share, but we're going to, we're going to wait for that for the next episode because, oh, and by the way, you need to bring some music too next time, Caffeinatrix, because it's fun to share good stuff. And like, what are you listening to? Oh, I'm excited. But anyway, thank you. And thank you for listening. You know, realbrianshow.com if you want that, but hey, subscribe, have fun. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next episode, which will be hopefully very, very, very soon. Real Brian Show signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.